All right. Well, this is exciting. I I am really happy that we're that we're here tonight. This is a conversation between me. I'm John Kimmel, pastor at Steeplest Church, and Jana Sanders. And Jana and I, we were just figuring out. We've known each other now for about four years, and um, we have a really special event coming up tomorrow night. Yes. Jana is getting rebaptized. And Jana's story is very unique. It's different than most of us, especially here in the States. Kind of our faith journey looks different than yours did, right? So um, Jana has a, a unique background. Uh, she is uh, of Jordanian ancestry, right? You were mm-hmm. born in Jordan. Mm-hmm. Um, and yes. she grew up in a, in a Muslim household. Yes. So, so literally just your journey to find Jesus has been unique. And uh, Jana has family that still lives in Jordan. She has family who is here in the States who are Muslims. And so part of this journey that she's taking right now is that she really wants to explain to all her family why she has chosen to follow Christ and and also why you've chosen to get rebaptized, right? So there's kind of two different stories happening at once. So that's why we're here tonight to talk about your journey. Jana's written an open letter to her friends and family, uh, and that letter will be posted on Facebook as well. Uh, And this is basically, for those people who maybe don't have access to that, to be able to understand kind of why you're doing what you're doing, and for them to understand kind of what's making you tick and what's put you on this path. So when I read the letter that you wrote... um, you know, you talk about growing up in Amman, Jordan, and you even tell a story about when you were about six years old. So tell us what it was like to grow up in Jordan. So I grew up with my grandparents. My grandmother was Catholic, and um, that she had to convert into Islam, and then my grandfather. And um, I actually went to an all-girls Catholic school, and um, during religion time, we were separated um, for, you know, Christianity and, and um, Islam to learn about that religion. So even as a young child, I was searching for God. I've been taught Islam is the way and the only way. Um, and, um, of course, there were consequences if you were not a Muslim. Not bad. And... Um, I remember sitting on the on top of the on the rooftop at my house and just sitting there and looking towards the sky and wondering how many ladders it took to reach God. I was searching for him. I wanted to learn more. I wanted I needed him even at a young age and didn't realize you know, back then I looked at it and wondered I was really really needing him back then. You know, fast forward a little few years later, I was reading the even the Bible that my uh, maternal grandparents had given me um, as a gift um, after my mom had passed away. And I remember sitting in my bedroom floor reading it, and my dad poked his head in and just in innocently, would that be? Yeah. Innocently telling me that what I'm reading, and he wanted to make sure that what I was reading was just uh, fictional. Well, they're just stories. He just wanted to make sure that you knew that the Quran was true, but the Bible was just fiction. Yes. Got it. Yes. Got it. Yes. And then, um, yeah, I even uh, fast forward to 
um, in my late adolescent years, I actually wore the hijab. I actually did Ramadan. I was kept searching for him, but my heart... And the hijab is the, the outfit that goes over your, your head, head and covers your hair? Uh-huh, my right, head. Right, your hair. Yep. You just cover you know, your sleeves up to your wrist and, you know, and uh, skirts or whatever below your knee. Um, so I was trying to be in, follow the, the Islamic law. Yep. And, um, and I was still empty on the inside. It wasn't uh, connecting. I didn't understand... I didn't understand what I didn't have that every Muslim did have. And they were telling me that they had it that I didn't have. So I've been searching for him since at a young age. So something you said sparked me. Uh, so I'm going to divert just for a second. You said there were consequences. Yeah. Um, if you didn't follow Islam. What, what did you understand those consequences to be? Even as a little girl, what did you think those consequences were? You'd go to hell. All right. So... It was a it was a big deal. It's a big deal. Yeah, you, and, you would go to hell. And it wasn't you know, one of the things in our culture. We don't even those of us who follow Christ as a group. We don't talk about hell a lot. Yeah. But it, it sounds like they made it pretty clear to you that this was really bad. Yeah, because okay. we only believed in Islam. Believes in one God versus um, Christianity was three gods. Right. That yeah they don't they don't accept the Trinity the they Trinity. say that the that we actually worship three different gods mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. so so you actually heard about Jesus and Christianity while you were still in Jordan yes yeah um, did you start to do you feel like you started to be called to Christ while you were still there or did that come after you moved away think that happened after I was I moved away I think it happened um, um, like after 98 um, just slowly um, was slowly introduced to him yeah the seed was slowly was being uh, planted it took a long time for it to get there but just slowly. So you had that God-shaped hole when you were a little girl. Mm-hmm. It continued through your adolescence. You just didn't know what to fill it with until you got older. That's right. Okay, that makes sense. Um, one of the things you said in your letter is that part of your struggle with Islam was that there were so many people that you loved so dearly who were Muslim that it was difficult for you to accept that it maybe wasn't true. So what was it like knowing, especially once you understood who Christ was and what Christianity was, how, what was that like for you knowing that so many people that you cared about so deeply um, are Muslim? It's painful. It's very, 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 very painful. That's the truth. It's very painful because mm-hmm. I wish that they would, um, I wish they would give it a minute. I wish they would inter- just read the Bible. I wish they would have set time aside, just them and our Holy Father, and and being being prayerful and fast. I wish they would and seek those answers that way. We seek answers, unfortunately, all the wrong all the wrong ways mm-hmm. from. That he said, she said. Yeah. And um, all the wrong sources, unfortunately. Yeah, and that um, that's not isolated to Islam. Christians do the same True. thing, don't yes, we? Yes, Absolutely. And when, 
when when in doubt, go to the book, right? Go to the Bible itself. Right. That's the that's the place to start. Um, so you were baptized uh, the first time in was it was it ninety eight? What year was it? Two thousand one. Two thousand two. Two thousand two. Two thousand two. Yeah, two thousand two. Okay, so um, you got baptized, and then in your letter you talk about, um, in fact, you quote Galatians three twenty seven that that basically says that when you're when you're baptized into Christ, you you put him on like a piece of clothing, yes. right? I mean, yeah, mm-hmm. I know that verse speaks to you. Um, so tell us a little bit about that because you you told me that you didn't feel like you were there yet. So whenever I got baptized back in October 2002, um, I was led to to get baptized. There's not a question about, you know, it wasn't. Um, no one had forced me. Um, right. And really, that moment, it was it was a, a last minute decision that I did that. I felt like I just got picked up from uh, two angels just picked me up and I glided <laughs> down to the end and said, "Will you baptize me?" And everybody knew, all the elders knew that I was a Muslim, and um, so when they their their expressions on their faces were priceless when I bet she's getting baptized but unfortunately unfortunately you know I can't say unfortunately it, yes I did get baptized but I did not fully understand it as much as what I I do now mm-hmm. I got baptized but I kept my old ways on me I kept my old um I uh, never got rid of off the filthy rags off of me and just uh, so you, you lived your old life yes so yes. it was like, so it was like was putting clean clothes and... on the top of a, a dirty yes. body yes yes <laughs> that makes sense i didn't let uh, jesus garment just replace what i had you know so um do you feel like you fully understood then how you had been forgiven um you know when the first time that you were baptized did you really understand kind of the the mechanism that that Jesus uses to to get us to heaven, you know, the the idea that that we're forgiven of our sins and that that we are sinners and and that He's our substitution. Do you do you think you really got that? I did not. Yeah, I did not. Not 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 like I do right now. I, unfortunately, no. Yeah, um, and from other conversations you and I have had, it I think you had a similar experience to me that you let Him be your Savior before you really let Him be your Lord. Mm-hmm. Was that? Yes. Is that about right? Yeah. Um, so today you're in a different place, um, which is really exciting, and you're in complete understanding of the gospel of Christ and and what Jesus did for you, and now you're ready to to do it again. Yes. Ready to get in the water and and publicly. Saying it loud <laughs> and shouting it. Uh, yeah, I mean, when we first started the conversation, I'm like, yeah, so there's, you know, we could do it in a pool. And she's like, nope, we're we're doing it in a live body of water. So we're yeah. we're going to the lake. It's yes. gonna be it's gonna be yeah. fun. Um, every time I talk to you and you talk about your Muslim family, it's so clear in your eyes in your body language how much how deeply you care for. If you could tell your friends and family anything, and you've already said, just give it a chance, spend some time in the Bible. Is there, is there anything else that you would want them to know? Really, I'll go back to just, just 
Make a promise to God. Just give it six months. Give him six months, just you and him and the Bible. Don't lean into other people telling you what they think the Bible says. Just take time and fast. Just that would be that would be the one thing I would tell them. You know the the neat thing about uh, that opportunity for those people is they understand fasting. Um, most of us who come into our Christian faith don't have a background of fasting, but Muslims, Muslims do. Muslims do in the month of Ramadan. Yeah, absolutely. Well, uh, again, we're excited. Tomorrow night we're gonna we're gonna have a wake, and we're going to baptize Janet, and she is gonna. Shout out to the world that yes. that she belongs to Christ and make sure everybody knows Who's about that. It. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. We're excited. Thank you for taking the time. You're welcome. Have a good night.